Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Counterculture Catch-Up. I'm Joel, that is Jamie, and uh, this is where we recap our weekly discussion. So our goal is to motivate the church to influence the culture around us with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. Got into a lot of worldview issues today with what we were talking about. Uh, To my left is our leader hosen pastor. I can't. Leader hosed. Leader hosed. Pastor Jamie. Um, Jamie, how you doing? That'll help your leg to heal. Oh, yeah. If I, yeah. Right? I, I think so. It's like compression. It acts as like right? a tourniquet. Yeah. Maybe that's why they wear them. Exactly. You know? yeah. A lot of swelling in Germany yeah. and Switzerland and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, of a course. Lower, There's a lot of swelling over lower, there. Lower, lower extremities. <laughs> They're all swelled up. <laughs> Darn varicose pain. We are glad to have you back, though, Jamie. I'm grateful been to be a, back. It's been a rough couple weeks, Yeah, but um, your leg is healing up pretty well. So yeah, and I appreciate all the prayers. Um, mm-hmm. It's great to have the the family, the body yeah. together, and and uh, praying for people who need it. It's definitely good to be back to counterculture, to be back mm-hmm. to church. It's been like three weeks since mm-hmm. I've uh, really been doing anything. So um, yeah, so it was a good night tonight too. We're bringing back some old school stuff. Very old school, yes. Yeah, back from the seventies. Um, and, uh, but it's so worthwhile, you know, it's oh, so it's well done. Um, and we were going over tonight and we started a, the, a 10 part series called how should, uh, how should we then live? There you go. And it's, uh, Francis Schaefer. If you don't know who he is, we would definitely encourage you. You have to watch the, the video that we mm-hmm. link to this podcast. Yeah. It's about 25 minutes long. Yeah, it's not, not long. very long, but it's, it's very, uh, it's very in depth and re- relating worldview to the culture around us mm-hmm. and how important it is uh, to have a biblical worldview, especially as the culture around us is is uh, you know they're it's just falling apart mm-hmm. really you know we see all kinds of crazy things, but we as a church you know as the church of God we, if we have a biblical worldview and we stand on truth. We can influence the people around us. Yeah, and so. uses history and different periods of history Wonderful. to show yeah. how the Christian worldview really, from the beginning of when um, Christianity was founded, all the way up to now, how Christians have always kind of been like the rebels of society in a sense, in the underground, and um, being the the against the authoritarian structures of Rome or Greece, or um, you know now in in communist countries and things like that. Um, how to, how that we we can stand firm on yeah. the truths of God's word, which are unchanging. Right, and that's the key point. Yeah, is the unchanging nature of those mm-hmm. things. It's really fascinating because it's not that as Christians we we um, choose to rebel against these things. Mm-hmm. It's not like we say we're going to be rebels. Right. We're going to fight this. We're going to do that. It's that our biblical worldview, the the structure, the foundation that we have in Christianity. In truth, it naturally wars against mm-hmm. this idea of authoritarianism and tyranny because it's 
the the culture that doesn't have a foundation in truth needs something right it's and, gonna be filled by something yeah it will either be filled by the individual or it'll be filled by the state mm-hmm. we don't have that because we have a foundation that's solid mm-hmm. in in a god who who um has created us who has given us the moral the the morals that sustain mm-hmm. a culture and civilization. So it's like a natural kind of thing. That and that's so cool when you start to consider what the scripture says about, you know, uh if we love the world, you know, right. um then the, the love, love of the, the father, father is not yeah. in us. And so the the world is always at en- enmity enmity with God. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like it's a natural response. Mm-hmm. It's not even la- that we're yeah, we're going right, to be rebellious. Right. We're going to do these things. And the point is not to be rebellious. Sure. Like if there is a, um, unless you have to be, unless it's something that right. takes you away from <clears throat> godly principles. But um, if you look at like when America was founded, you know, which is pretty much founded on biblical principles. So you don't need to be a rebel just to be, you know, to be right, Just fun. to be a rebel. Yeah. yeah. But um, he was talking about the Roman age. That was the first uh, episode because right. that's, that was the um, the ruling class at the time that Christianity was founded was Rome and um, the Roman Empire, which spread really throughout not just the Mediterranean, but pretty much the whole um, world at that point, at least the whole Western world. Um, and then, so how should the Christians live? That's kind of what it's like in the Roman world. How should the Christians live then? Well, the, Rome, the Roman um, view was that you could have... Uh, any religion that you want, as long as you worshipped Caesar as well. And um, if you rebelled against that and you said, no, Jesus is Lord, and only Jesus is Lord, not Caesar, he doesn't have any rule over, you know, my life, then you were seen as a rebel and, and things like that. So in that culture, in that context, that's how you should live, is, is sorry, Caesar, like, um, I know that the the state is saying if you do this and you only worship God and you don't worship Caesar and you don't follow his rules, whatever they are, then you're a rebel and will stamp you out and, and kill you. But as a Christian, you're like, okay, like you can do that, but I'm not going to change my right because that's because <clears throat> that's what truth is. Right, and so you don't have an option to change the truth. As a Christian. Exactly. And that is what um, Francis Schaeffer is saying is actually the mindset and the worldview that can change our world today. If we stand on truth and the truth of God's word and don't give in to people who are saying you can't uh, meet at this church or you're not allowed to preach the gospel or you can't say this about this um, political candidate or whatever it is, you know, um, but if it's truth, you have to stand up to whoever it is, you know, and be able to stand your ground on the truth of God's word. And if that is your unshakable foundation, you will always come out on top, Yeah, you know, um, because that's the truth. Well, in the battle, <laughs> the battle, especially, <clears throat> well, and in, in, I, I guess not especially, but the culture today is that there's the lie and various lies, and then there is the truth. And the and, and sometimes it's not just us standing against something, but it's bringing that truth. Right. Because the world right now, especially right now, yeah. so it is especially, um, especially right now, is so confused and they have nothing to hold on to mm. that is real. 
And so when you have people like Jordan Peterson or people who are speaking just truth, you know, people are clinging on to that mm -hmm. because they see it. People know what truth is when they see it, you know, and mm -hmm. and because it 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 makes sense. It's cohesive, you know, um, and yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. So so people are like, that's what I need. And so there's a world out there right now, and I would encourage you, whoever's watching this, to really understand who we are in Christ. Get a, get a good hold of that. Who, who are we in Christ that we're part of his kingdom? We're saved. We have his Holy Spirit. We have the truth mm -hmm. that can influence the culture around mm -hmm. us. That is the only thing that is stable enough yep. to keep this culture going mm -hmm. and keep it alive. Because everything else will crumble, mm -hmm. and it will it will crumble. Unfortunately, not just fall apart, but it will. People, when their lives fall apart, when and uh, Francis Schaeffer gives this this uh, an example, and he uses a bridges that the Romans built, mm -hmm. and they were great for the time, you know, real strong. But if you were to drive a ten ton truck over them now, they would collapse. Mm -hmm. And he said the, the problem with culture that's established on the individual or on the opinion or on a false god or on the, an emperor or right. something like that, it's not, it cannot take the difficulties that come yeah. and because it has no solid it's malleable. structural yeah. foundation that can hold that, that culture up. Mm -hmm. But we have that. Mm -hmm. We have that. We have the words that can do that. Mm -hmm. We have the the word of God. And if we're faithful in that and we're living lives that are, um, and I mentioned on Sunday, and this is a heavy, it's really a, a, like a, a heavy thought. And it's the ideal. I always shoot for the ideal, you mm -hmm. know, and I'm not there, but hey, we got to shoot for something. We may as well shoot as high as we can. <laughs> um, but the ideal is in in everything, be above reproach. You know, in our mm -hmm. in our personal lives, in our our uh, our relationships, and in in every way, in work and all that stuff, be above reproach, and go and influence the culture around us with the word of God. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it is. It's so cool because otherwise, what happens, and you see it throughout different cultures, and that's what Francis Schaeffer goes through too. Because all through this, he'll go to the Middle Ages next. Yeah. That's the next one, and. Uh, you see this failing of the the society because they're not built on a foundation that can stand and mm -hmm. it's so like it's perfect when jesus talks about if you build your house on sand yep you know when the struggles right. when the difficult times come it's not able to support the the, the structure mm -hmm. it's like exactly that yep. you know and so so that's an encouragement for the body. Yeah, I thought it was awesome when uh, Schaefer was talking about your worldview will really change the way that you respond to trials mm -hmm. when they come Absolutely. at you. And then he referenced the early church because they were being obviously persecuted and stuff by Rome. But um, they didn't stop meeting together. They didn't stop living their normal Christian life, um, you know, witnessing, preaching, and, and everything because they had that foundation of of the rock of right. Christ. And so they really didn't blink an eye, like is what it, what it seems like. I'm sure there were still temptations, you know, of going into the, um, just giving that little pinch of incense, sure. you know, to Caesar. That's all, that's, it take, that's all it would take, you know, but, um, but you are, you're denying Christ then if you do that. Yeah. So I, 
it, it seems like the overwhelming majority of believers at that time period were like, that's an easy decision. I'm not going to deny Christ, you know, um, because he's the truth, found, the truth, the foundation for my life and for all truth. Yeah. So there's no question about it, you know, Absolutely. and um, that's where we, where we want to be, you know, to have such a sure foundation that when temptations come or um, if you don't know, we talked about when the society says that something is right or wrong. You know, right. a lot of people look to to the society really to say like, um, how, how do we as a society feel about whatever this issue is, right? And it's like, well, we should have the ability to not just go along with what the society says is right at that moment because you look at a topic like abortion, right? Where you know, people have flip-flopped on that, you know, for, for years. Um, but it's like, if you have the unchanging truth of God's word, which is what Schaefer brought up, um, that all humans are made in the image of God, then it's like, there is no, no question about that. And that's why you see all throughout history, it's the Christians who, when babies were being born and then just left on the doorstep, it was the Christian, like to die. It was the Christians who would go and rescue those right. babies and bring them into orphanages and stuff because there was no question, you know, about that. Right. And so if we can have that, um, the, the, the truth so clearly laid out from God's word in our minds, then these issues become easy to understand and um, easy to withstand any of the temptations uh, from the world or from the media that's pushing a you know, particular narrative for us to be like, nope, because God's word um, will always... Be, be more true than anything that anybody else could yeah absolutely could say. and that's that's such a great point with the individualism of the the value of the individual person yeah you know so like and that, that's that's a key thing that's one of the things that is that's consistently attacked yep. you know is that aspect because you know and you see it with with evolution you know that right. that we're just animals you know right. we have no real innate value and you know and so and it's just it's a destructive way of thinking you mm -hmm. know and but it's so pervasive it's been throughout all cultures all the time mm -hmm. like these battles are consistent yep. throughout the ages yeah that's really the you whole know. point of the video yes. is to show how like we're not in really anything new it's really <clears throat> the same battles that have been fought ever since uh the beginning you know um but if we stand on god's truth yep. then it's going to be a pretty easy battle uh in terms of what how should we then live? Right. And then from there, we can make decisions based on that. Yeah. I was going back to the one question that you you had brought up because we have this little worksheet kind of thing that uh, it's really a synopsis and then it has a couple questions in, at the end of it that comes. You can get it online. I, I think I downloaded it at some point last year when we did this last I year. I can put the link in. Um, yeah, if we can. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you can find it. Um, but, uh, but it is an interesting question. So I, and, uh, I don't know if we should, if we can address it, we could try, but, uh, the question was history. And this goes back to what you just said. Um, when we, we can see that these, these battles have been consistent throughout history, mm -hmm. but, uh, but I'm thinking that Francis Shaver, I didn't hear him say this, but he might say this in the, in the video, history does not repeat itself. You know, that's, which that's, is an interesting point. It's of apparently view. a popular phrase from what I could glean. You think online? Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah that that um, it doesn't repeat itself. 
Because people were like, oh, history repeats itself. And right, right, common. which I've heard. But yeah. apparently this is also a uh, yeah. well-known phrase okay. that Mark Twain apparently coined. Right, right, right. That's right. You looked that up. Yeah. Um, but then it says the parallels between the history of Rome and the 20th century West are many and obvious. How may these statements be reconciled? Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, we have to be careful with looking at history and seeing the the particulars and missing the the things that that are important mm-hmm. you know so what is so there's a degradation of society you know and we and we see well you know people have been they give themselves over to is a good word for you concupiscence <laughs> um give themselves over to like lasciviousness mm-hmm. that's another good word um yes and uh and and that's what we see as the problem but there's so much more to it. So it's like, well, see, mm-hmm. this is what we see in our culture today. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we're repeating it. And it's really like that's a symptom mm-hmm. of the underlying cultural issues. Yep. And so that's how I would reconcile those two statements. Mm-hmm. It doesn't repeat itself, um, but it does. It will follow the same path. The foundational issues are the same. Exactly. Yeah. So the cultural, the things that destroy a culture are consistent. Right. In that there, there is no stability without right. the the word of God. You right. Know? And exactly. That, yeah. So we've said that a lot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can't get around that. Yeah. And in Rome, once the once the uh, <laughs> once the emperor became God, and you had to worship him as God, then his rules changed over time. And so you saw between the second century and the fourth century. Oh yeah. Which. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, you know, I, I would encourage you guys, like when you're watching the video, really take it in, not for, like it's kind of old, it's, it's made in the, in the 70s, 70s, and the guy's wearing lederhosen, right? So <laughs> it's like, okay, take it with, uh, it, it wasn't made in these modern times, but the things that he's saying are so good and are so true um, that if you can get a handle on it, it will really influence you. But um, so one of the things he was saying is from the second century to the fourth century AD in Rome, there was a complete change in even the way that they would view the things like the art or music or the things that would be like symptoms. So what's going on in their hearts to make the art way worse in the fourth century and the music way less harmonic, right? right. It was it, more bombastic, I yeah. think you said, yeah. Um, it doesn't make as much sense, you know, which um, what, what, what gave rise to that? And um, he said it was apathy. Right. So not caring. And that was what, since the leadership really was the driving force of the community in general, when the leadership lost morality and they, they stopped caring about things being done the, like really well in the right way, then it gave rise to that lasciviousness and... Um, um, fornication sure. and not caring about the the um, greatness of the art and things, right. the arts and things like that. Um, and he had some great examples of uh, different paintings and different um, like stone oh, coinage too. Yeah, coins yeah. when they would um, put the they would inscribe the the face of the emperor. Um, but you could really see like the details in the fourth century were so much worse then you could tell that they cared in the second century, you know? Yeah. 
So things like that, like what leads to that degradation of culture? Um, and it really is because the foundation was not there from the start because it was changed. The foundation changed because it was just based on a human. Well, one thing failed. And so they were like, well, we have to do right. something. So yeah. then let's try this, right. you know? So it started with, I think he mentions like, you know, people's opinions, right. you know, where it's like, well, and then, and they live that way for a little while. And then they realized, well, this can't work. Mm -hmm. This doesn't work for everybody. This is a real problem for our, for society. And then it was, we need, you know, let's get an emperor kind of thing. Yep. And then, or false gods, let's set up, oh, they made these gods that were really kind of like just bigger people. You know, exactly. they were very limited. Yeah. You know, it um, never made sense to me. It was like, <laughs> let's create this guy. Yeah. It's like, kind of like us. Well, I was thinking yeah. in, in the Old Testament when um, Israel's like, Lord, give us a king. You yes. know, we need like yeah. the judges that you've given us are not enough. We need somebody who's going to tell us right from wrong, right. you know. And God's like, fine. Yeah. I'll give After you a, a while, he's like, yeah. you don't want a king. No. <laughs> Let me tell you, you don't want a king. But then. He gave him a king. And they're like, and it didn't, right. yeah, and it actually didn't work out that well, right. um, because the foundation—if the foundation is not based on God and His truth, no matter who's in charge, it's still not going to work exactly. out, right? You know, exactly. It's it fails every time, yeah. and that's why, like, even giving examples, um, and I, I I don't know if I mentioned this on, on a podcast or not, but um, having the opportunity to talk to certain people who could be agnostic or something like that, even without going into all of the, the Christianese, really, but just getting them to start to think about what, what has impacted the most people a, and in every culture, at every point in time in history, what has impacted that culture and has provided stability, has provided... Um, uh, um, benefited the people throughout and that is where truth is you know and so to encourage someone to to look at things that way and to see that's interesting because everywhere christianity has gone that's what it's done it's made people more prosperous it's made made the culture better it's improved everything everywhere it touches because it's capable it's the rock right. that the house right. is built on right it's it's so cool can i ask you a question about that yeah because you say in the like Not really. in the you see in the middle ages right when christianity was the dominant religion and yet the people are they're not really prospering. They're, sure. they're really under the, the thumb of the church, right. you know, and, and really are being controlled more or less by the church, you know. Right. Um, even when Christianity becomes the main religion in like 313, right. right, in Rome, it didn't take very long for that to become kind of a shadow of Right, what it, what it really was. Yeah. Right. And, and when I say Christianity, I mean real Christian principles, mm -hmm. not, not the church. Because okay. what happened is, and it's really the same kind of structure as what happened with Rome, um, the people, well, and the church really didn't, you know, have the Bible. Like they didn't have what, like the words available to them. To the common people. To the common yeah. people. And so, so what happened was the church would go, or the, the, the Christians would go to the church, mm -hmm. but the church just became another authoritarian mm -hmm. kind of dictatorship. So the church wasn't really doing its the job. The church wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. And so the structure 
you know, the, and that's where, you know, when we just celebrated Reformation Day, yep. you know, so um, with the reformers coming mm-hmm. and saying, no, people need the word of God, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and you can yeah. see when um, people in the church and they're having, you know, mistresses and they're, you know, all kinds living of in, wickedness. in yeah, yeah. all sorts of sin and stuff. And it's like, well, obviously, this is not due to biblical principles. Right. They're, they're it's not, not principles, exactly. They're not applying biblical principles. Right. Um, so just because you have the Bible doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be following right. it. Right. It's, it's where those principles have been applied. Right, right. Where, those, where that foundation has been laid, and it's, it's the right foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, a, a, it's not another um, autocratic, you know, thing that's right. set up you know, to kind of take control. Yeah. And that, unfortunately, that's what the church became for a yeah. long time. It's, you're, you're doing pretty much what Rome did, yeah, exactly. but in the name of God. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 But really, you're not really following the true God then at that point. Right. You're kind of setting yourself up as God. There you go. Yeah. Vicarious fill I day. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice but, it, but it is. It's, it's an what unfortunate thing. What was that, that you thing. said? Vicarious fill I day. Wait, 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 I can get this. Philly day. day God? Yeah. Okay. Philly, like sons? Uh, and then vicarious, like in yeah. the place of? The, yeah, representative of God. Yeah. Representative of God. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what the Pope's thingy oh, says okay. on it. Right, Vicar right. Of Vicar of Christ. Vicar of Christ, yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and that's, you know, that's okay. I mean, we can be representatives of Christ. That's our goal. <laughs> okay. That's you know, okay. Not, not, the, the Pope had that on it. But... <laughs> <laughs> this is our this is so our, no that's that. a bad <laughs> you're wrong um that's our new button <laughs> so we got another um, one <laughs> so soon you won't be able to see us that's right uh, we'll have fun <laughs> doing the, Phil, like a drum the Phil Collins jump <laughs> solo <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff going on but uh but no in in the, the sense that we are we should be representatives of of the Lord on earth mm-hmm. but uh but it's when you when you take that upon yourself that I am it. Right, right. Okay, this is a problem. Well, really, you the know? Holy Spirit is the vicar of Christ. Oh, sure. In the place yeah. of Christ, right. Christ gave the Holy Spirit. Exactly. You know? Oh, that's exactly it. It's not meant to be us. That's like biblical. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what were some things that came up tonight? I found it interesting. Um, Why don't you answer that? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll answer my own question. Um, but uh, there was, so we had an opportunity to talk afterwards, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it, was, it was good. I think, well, mm-hmm. there's a lot in the, the video, but I, I think really we laid the foundation of mm-hmm. pretty much what he's touching on, mm-hmm. the importance of what he's saying. Uh, he gives a lot of, um, not a lot, a lot of detail, and that was something that came up yeah. by one of the, the young young guys who was here tonight for the first time. You know, he said that it was kind of um, broad. You know, I guess I, that's what I would say he was mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, um, and uh, and and it's true. I mean, it's a half hour video, right. a twenty five minute video, so you can't give too too many details. But the details that he gave, I thought were were really good, um, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another person had brought up because we were discussing just some of the some of the things that we would see in our culture today. You know, some of the things that we saw during the the pandemic, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the pandemic, and then actually, you know, a year and a half after, even two years after, we're still yep. seeing stuff yep. um, that that would that 
that could cause the church or people in the church to to be put in a position whether they should follow the word of God or follow mandates or whatever, follow the government. And we dealt with this quite a bit. Doug, Doug Wilson does a lot on this and it's really, really great. And, uh, but the, you know, where we have those scriptures where it's like honor the king, honor the authorities, you know, we'll, we'll, it's, uh, it's a good thing. You know, the Lord set up the authority, all that kind of stuff. But we have to understand that for what it means mm-hmm. to end that that was a different culture altogether than our culture. And it doesn't mean to not that we should dishonor our authorities, right. but we should understand that our true authority, at least in the United States is the constitution. Mm-hmm. And when the constitution is being um, misrepresented mm-hmm. by leadership mm-hmm. Well, then they're the ones who are not following the law. Right. And so, you know, so we can, we have to look at things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to vote. We have all those kind of things, which, which they didn't have before. But, uh, but just understanding that we have a responsibility to stand on God's word prior to the authority structure right. that's there. Yeah. You know, so so that that became a big issue during mm-hmm. COVID. There was a lot of churches that that were closed down and then you saw in the news there were churches that stayed open where the states were saying, "No, no, you can't have church." Yeah. And it became huge yeah. huge deal uh, or a, a huge huge lawsuits. Yeah. And the pastors uh, going to prison. Yeah. In Canada, pastors going yeah. to prison. And so Just it was interesting because one of the one of the uh, young guys had brought up that well, well, that was to keep people safe, mm-hmm. and and that's an argument that people would use. Well, that was that, yeah, that, that was, was an argument. Argue. Yeah. yeah, it was like oh, we want to keep everybody right. safe, right. which is not inherently a bad thing, <laughs> right? It's not, and and but we have to look at everything and and mm-hmm. weigh it. We have to yeah. make good decisions and to to look at okay, so. You know, first of all, I have to weigh all the evidence. What's going on? Does this make sense for me to go against God's word where it says, you know, don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. The Constitution says that there will be no um, that there there that we have a freedom to to. uh, Uh, (laughs) What is the word? Assemble. Assemble. Our freedom to assemble. And there will be no law that will that will go against. our meeting, you know, as a, as a church, you know, about uh, against religion. Right. Um, I can't remember these things. It's very late. <clears throat> but uh, but anyway, so very early, <laughs> yeah, very early, and so uh, so we have to be aware of all those things. And yeah, okay, so there's a safety aspect, mm-hmm. but does that safety aspect now is it enough to allow the state to take our God-given freedoms away and our constitutional rights mm-hmm. away, and and when people give into safety over freedom, mm-hmm. it becomes a real problem, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think one one of the founders, I forget which one, said that um, you know he who gives up uh, freedom for safety or freedom for for uh, I, I think it was be like safety, yeah. freedom for safety is uh, in the end will have neither. neither. One, right. And so it's like. 
you know, well, we have to we have to see things for what they are. Yeah. But there was a good question. And it, it always good. has to I think it always has to go back to the individual too. Because sure. you're not if we open up our church, we're not saying you have to come exactly, to church. Exactly. It's still based on that's really what America is founded on is the, in, the individual rights of to do what you want to do as long as it does not impede on another person's right. freedom. Right. right. And so um to have the freedom to meet and if you don't want to meet, then you don't have to, but you should be, as a Christian, you should be weighing that together with Scripture because right, right. the individual is still held to a higher, the individual Christian is held to a higher standard than themselves still. Right. So we can't just say, well, for me, I'd rather whatever, you know, maybe not go or whatever to church. But um, you don't really have that option as a Christian if that Scripture is saying that you need to go to, to right. meet together. You need to assemble. Right. So, um, but the state does not have right over the individual and scripture right um and so it's so interesting too in that passage about not meeting together it talks about let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching so it's like as we see christ's return get coming nearer and getting more and more um let's just say, tumultuous in the world. Our tumultuous pastor, I have to use that. Oh, that's good. Um, we, we need to be meeting more, not less. Right. You know? And um, we see Christians that we were doing that in the first. Yeah, you yeah. have to be encouraging one another. Exactly. And you can't do that if you're not meeting together, you know? And you can't do that if you're just watching them online either. Right. You know? You're not doing anything. No. So, um, yeah, so all the more, it seemed like in the early church, when the risk was more and more dangerous, they would meet more right. and more, you know, not saying, oh, I might die or I might get sick or whatever it was, you know, um, I might get captured and thrown in prison if I meet. So I'm not going to. That was never really an option because they had the solid foundation of God's word. Right. And they they don't have any other choice if Jesus is their Lord than to follow what he says. You right. know. Well, what's, what's, what's your other option? You know, I mean, you weigh it. Of course, you yeah. know, there are some situations where it's like, yeah, you know, I have a 90-year-old grandmother, you know, this this affects, yeah, okay, yep. I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I got that. But if you're a healthy person mm-hmm. and you're just kind of hanging out at home, what what is the motivation for that? Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you have a, a few. It could be fear. could be laziness. Mm-hmm. It could be Looking for an apathy. To not have to, you know. Uh, yeah, it could be, but none of those things are good. Mm-hmm. You know, none of right, those right. things should be our driving motivation yeah. to do anything. You know, we shouldn't be responding to anything in fear mm-hmm. and be able to take a step back and say, "Okay, let me weigh this." I mean, that's right. we talk about that every single week yeah. is weighing every single topic <laughs> from a biblical worldview exactly. and based on <laughs> what we know about the, whatever the topic is at hand and in the culture around us. Um, and so for this topic, um, with, um, with COVID and about meeting and not meeting, it's like, we waited when we were closed right? and we did not, um, just keep having church. And, you know, if you get sick, yeah, cause we didn't we know, didn't know. exactly. Sure. But, um, now like COVID is still a thing now, but everybody knows what it is, right. you know? And, um, if you're afraid of it or whatever, that's fine. But, um, you don't need to be. Exactly. If, yeah. You can't if, be living that way if you really don't need to be, you know? Right. Um, if you feel like you do need to be afraid of it, then that's uh, up to you, you know, and God. But um, 
Also, I think it was really important when uh, some church leaders were, were coming out when they were opening their churches back up. And they were saying, look, if I go to, let's say, a bank and they say, you know, wear a mask or you have to be vaccinated to enter or whatever. It's like, I don't have authority over that bank to say, no, you don't get to, you know, whatever. It's like, that's not the the, that's not the Christian's sphere. Right. But the church is. Right. And that's why when the state starts infringing on the church and saying you can't open, you know, you can't meet. It's like you don't have that authority. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's a different um, sphere of authority. That's what they, they called it. Yeah. Um, I think it was John MacArthur who yeah. was talking about that, where it's like the church, Christ is the head of the church. Right. You know, um, the <clears throat> yeah, state. It's a different sphere not, altogether. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So That's if you want me to wear a mask, you know, to go into the supermarket or whatever. It's like, all right. All right. Yeah. But if you're saying you have to, let's say, wear a mask to enter the church, it's like now you're like you're playing God because God is the only one who has the right to say. So you'd have to show from Scripture where, yeah. um, where it would say that. No, that's a really good point. You know, John MacArthur, he's okay. Yeah. I was watching his, <laughs> he has some good a stuff, sermon yeah. the other day, yeah. and he, he really is actually starting to look like he's getting like old. Actually and, old, yeah. Yeah. But he was like stumbling over words and stuff. I oh, felt yeah. so bad because I'm know. like, he's actually human. You don't feel bad about when I stumble over words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you, who do you think is older, you or John MacArthur? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty old. Um, well, oh. come on, man. I'll do that, I'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, uh, and this, he brought up a point also, which I think it's really good for us to to really get a good handle on. Mm-hmm. That what at the time the Christians were being persecuted and they were being killed, and what was that for? Why was that happening? Mm-hmm. And you alluded to it before when it was you're allowed to worship whoever. Right. You just have to worship Caesar also. Yeah. But then, um, and us talking about COVID, it kind of fits within this uh, a bit too because the Christians at the time, they weren't, being, they weren't being persecuted because of religion. They were being persecuted because they were, they were um, standing. It was a civil thing. You know, they were breaking the law, mm-hmm. you know, so they they were being punished because they were breaking the law. Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, it comes in with the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, OK, if you're going to punish me, you're going to punish me, but it's going to be civil. You know, it'll mm-hmm. be a civil thing altogether. So um, rather than because we can get mixed up on that and think that, oh, it was because they worship Jesus, you know, right. It's not. It was because they broke the law, mm-hmm. you know. So civil disobedience was part of, and like you you had said before, this rebellion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's rebellious. Um, one of the key things, oh, such a good point too, was that the what what an authoritarian or, or totalitarian government uh, um, or state does not like and cannot put up with is is anything that judges them to be wrong, mm-hmm. that, that can pass judgment on them. Right. And that's what Christianity does. You know, so exactly. that's another aspect of why they were that's persecuted. Right. Yep. Because yeah, they that. had a structure that judged the state to be evil or wrong. Wrong, yeah. And so, it, because they had the moral foundation. Right. 
And that's what we see with with Christianity throughout history. Yep. You know, because we stand on truth, and you see it now with the with all of the the LGBT stuff, mm-hmm. and um, you know, uh, really throughout, like the abortion thing, right. all this stuff. The reason they don't like us, they don't like Christianity, is because Christianity is standing in judgment against them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they know it. Mm-hmm. You know, so they cannot put up with that, and not in a judgmental way, and being like right. we don't like the people or right. something we're like that. We're not passing judgment yeah. necessarily. We're just well because, standing as judges because we're standing on the word of yes, God. Yes, but also because the word of God is saying um, those things that are wrong. And it's saying that because society will be better off Absolutely. if it follows God's yeah. word for that. Like if we stop killing babies in the womb, <laughs> let's say, that's going to make for a better society sure. than killing people, <laughs> you know? So... um yeah, I, I always love that. Like, look for the reasons in Scripture why it's telling us that. Instead of just saying, you know, God's Word says that, um, you know, every human is made in the image of God. That is true. But there's a reason for that, too. God loves humans, you know, so we don't want to kill other humans. You know, we want to procreate. You know, kids, children are a blessing from the Lord, right? It's always about, like, human flourishing and getting more getting better and better as a society and you can't do that if you're killing off your offspring sure <laughs> you know so um yeah well we we're not even producing enough in the united states enough children right now to sustain mm. our our uh, population mm. you know so yeah. it's we're we're less than we should be mm-hmm. and that is a huge problem throughout the world i mean we're not nearly as bad as some european countries right. It's like they don't realize, you know, everybody thinking, thinking that the world is overpopulated. Mm -hmm. It's like it really isn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I forget what the the math is, but like if you were to I think you could fit everybody in in like Florida and they'd have three or four feet, you know, or whatever around them, you know, they Mm. have their own little area in Florida. Every single person on the on the planet could fit in Florida. Really? Yeah, it's some crazy number. Yeah, it's you know? crazy. Um, so we're not overpopulating. Yeah, it. yeah. We're underpopulating it. Yeah. Because the we need a certain number to be able to sustain the 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 people who are you know who are getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, there has to be people behind them mm-hmm. that are providing the means right. to provide for them. You know, yeah. and it's and it's just not enough right yeah. now. But I mean, like when we stand on God's on God's word, we're not just standing on it because God said it, period. That's it. We're standing on it because we know that God's ways are actually better for us as people. And that's why one of the reasons why God makes those rules, because it's better for us. Absolutely. You know, absolutely not because he's not an authoritarian authoritarian dictator where he says, just do this because I say so. It's like, do this because I love you and I want what's best for you. Right. You know? Yeah. This is good for you. Right. Yeah. Just listen to Let, me. Let's not murder people. <laughs> I figured you know? this out. You know, I got <laughs> yeah. this under control. You know, just listen. I've created this thing. Yeah. So, like, let's not kill it. Like, that would be a good start. Yeah. That's a good start. Right. You know, let's just stop killing babies. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, another thing that came up um, was this term 
syncretism mm -hmm. you know and uh, i love that word yeah. i actually use it quite often do you really yeah more often than an average bear let's put it that really? way um and syncretism being the this idea and and it's what what the the christians at the time if they were willing to be involved in syncretism how would you even say that if they would syncretizing syncretic no um but uh, syncretizing oh <laughs> 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 um, but that they would have been fine you know which right. syncretism being that the fusing they would together have, of yeah, multiple they would have religions. mixed their their belief the belief in mm -hmm. christ with the the you know uh caesar as emperor right. and or god and all that um so but we see that throughout culture today we see that in the church today um the syncretism you know you get um a lot of new agey kind of stuff yeah. that comes into the church we have to be super careful with that stuff mm -hmm. not not in a weird kind of like judgmental angry way but we have to be aware of what comes in because all of that stuff can can really um start to dismantle the what's going on in the body mm -hmm. you know because you start believing certain things you know you you get into stuff that you you really don't know much about you know like yoga mm -hmm. for instance right. you know don't realize that those those positions are you know telling a story yeah. of false gods <laughs> yeah it's each like other. oh my goodness you know i thought i was just stretching right you know yeah. so you just you have to be careful with all of that yeah new agey stuff you know you see uh stuff with crystals and mm -hmm. you know and uh could be even like different like smelly things whatever yeah, it's girl what stuff. <laughs> it's girly stuff but you know like, like different smelly things. i forget incense what, not incense but uh aromatherapy kind of stuff you know and i don't know if that's necessarily bad like essential oils and stuff yeah but people can get so caught mm. up in that mm -hmm. And that it becomes like, like spiritual yeah, there's, there's this, this aspect of it that's, that's more than what it is, you know, yeah. and it becomes this weird kind of thing. So it's just stuff to be careful with, right. you know, yeah. just to watch out for. Yeah, pure devotion to God and his word. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy how through the whole history, really, of humanity, there was syncretism that went on. Like in Israel, oh, all sure. the time, they're going after false gods, mixing, you know, fusing the false gods with Jehovah, you know, with Yahweh. Um, and then even into in the Roman, but I guess it's the pressure of everybody around them True. saying you have to do this or this is what we do. And um, I guess for some reason that seemed appealing to um, to the people. Right. Um, but I guess for us, it's, I guess there still is some today, but it's less of like, here's this statue of Zeus. <laughs> right. <laughs> like put this in your church. Yeah. It's this like, I don't know why that would be tempting to follow. We now, don't have a statue you know. of Zeus. Here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a kind Do of. We have Doctor yeah. Seuss. We have Doctor Seuss. Set in the church somewhere. He might be. Hmm. Maybe. Okay, he's racist though. I thought he? he was racist. <laughs> 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 that is great. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the button. Yeah, I like the button. Yeah, too. that's great. Yeah. The one thing, too, that he brought up, and this was towards the end of the, the video when he was talking about the apathy that was in the culture. Mm. And the, unfortunately, the culture can become so apathetic that they, you know, they, they just think that the culture is not worth saving. 
you know, mm-hmm. so the culture then just degrades into nothing mm-hmm. because what used to be great now it's that it, you see it all through it all like you mentioned with the arts, all of this stuff just starts to to really degrade right, into yeah. nothing. And so there's no hope. There's no there's nothing there. There's no purpose. For yeah. The future and, and no meaning anymore. And so but there is in Christ. And the church, and this, this came up in the class tonight too, how important it is for us to take what we have and bring it into the culture. Mm-hmm. And like we say at the end of the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, the ch- for the church, the gates of hell cannot prevail against that. Mm-hmm. We can push against those gates. We can influence the culture around us. And we have what it takes. We have the words of God, the truth, the only thing that is solid enough and stable enough and transcendent enough to uh, to change this culture. So as Christians, we can't we can't look at the signs of the times and get yeah. discouraged and be like, oh, things are getting so much worse. Well, whatever. I mean, Jesus is coming back anyway, and you know, and and unfortunately, we can get like that, mm-hmm. you know, and but we can't be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're called to something more than that. We're called to be making disciples. We're called to be bringing uh, and expanding God's kingdom. We're called to be bringing truth into this world. We're called to be lights, you know, a city set on a hill. Yep. You know, we're, we're called to be salt, something that influences the thing that it touches. Right. We should be doing these things. And so we have to be so careful not to get discouraged not to become apathetic yeah but to just say listen i got i got what this world needs i got what america needs Mm -hmm. to change it back to a place where it's it's foundation is solid and truth can prevail and the lies are seen for what they are because Mm -hmm. truth makes sense yeah you know and it's not a a political and it's not political (laughs) at all yeah but you see the the church has always been growing yeah you know even like from those however many people in rome you know to now like it's always been just by standing on the truth being faithful even faithful unto death it's never been able to be stamped out you know and um i know my uh friend who's not a believer but he's like one thing i can't really account for is how christianity flourished and spread because like it should have been stamped out by rome you know um under under the boot of rome and shit has been done, but it just keeps growing and growing, you know, and it and it just can't be stopped. But that's the power of the gospel, yeah. you know, and Satan can't stop it. It's the power of truth. Yeah. It's right. the evidence it's that the, it's true. Because it's it's so it's such a firm foundation yeah. that it can't be stamped out. And yeah. it's promised from Christ you know, that yeah. the gates of hell won't prevail against yeah. it, you know. So that's very encouraging too. Yeah. To be like you know, look at the people who've come before us, who've fought the good fight, and who have continued to just you know, quietly live their Christian life, meeting in at church. You know, bringing people, just like you know we do today, just inviting people to church. You know, or um, just quietly making a difference in their world, and then it just grows um, just organically. You know, because yeah. yeah. people see the truth. You yeah, know? and that's exactly it. And we have to know the truth. And like you had mentioned before, how important our worldview is, you yeah. know, and that's why we do this. Yeah. You know, that's why we do counterculture. And if you can come out to counterculture, 730 Friday nights, 
you know it's mm-hmm. it's really good uh, I think not just because we do it but I think it's really good for us as Christians you know kind of following what you read in Hebrews there mm-hmm. you know we're we're meeting together we're building each other up yeah. we're encouraging one another we're sharpening one another like all of these things we're doing that so that we can be more effective mm-hmm. you know we don't do it just to kind of polish ourselves up so that when we get to mm-hmm. heaven it's like yeah i got i got right. some rewards now you know i'm good you know i look how good i look <laughs> um it's we do all of this so that we can just be we can be more useful for christ you know so the the better we understand what we believe the better we understand truth and and the 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 and what francis schaefer brings up and really points out so well the systems that are established that are at war with truth you know and Mm -hmm. and when we can start to see those things for what they are then we start to realize like this there there is no um like we we don't have to be ashamed we don't Mm -hmm. have to be afraid we can we can have a conversation with somebody because we know that you know we're not we're not saying anything that that um can't be tested and proven to be real and right you know because it's been tested and tried over and over Mm -hmm. and over again and like you said the church is still here the -hmm. church has prevailed you know the because it's true yeah when you watch the video instead of being like oh yeah our culture is just like rome and it's just going you know down right instead be like i have the thing that can change that you know, like be on the offensive because the gates of hell can't prevail against yeah. it, you know. Um, so it's easy to just be like, oh, yeah, America, man, we're going just in the same way that <laughs> Greece and Rome have gone. You know, we're going to crumble and fall. It's like, OK, do something about it, you yeah, know, exactly. in, in any way that you can, like just spreading the truth. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's encouraging. It should be, you know, to be like, look, Christians made it through that, you know, only stronger. So. That we can we can come out stronger also. Oh, you know, in today's absolutely in today's world. Yeah, and with the influence that we see from the the so many years of the church, so many eras, you know, um, or ages, mm-hmm. you know, that the church has gone through and has expanded and has grown and has you know, <coughs> like leaven. You know, right. it's really, it's it's infecting the world. <laughs> infecting. infecting. Is that a good word for... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. They really work well in, in tandem with each other. <laughs> but, uh, um, but, but how it's affecting. Yes. Is that better? Yeah, that right. is better. All right, good. Affecting or effecting. Okay. Uh, I have to think about I think, that. Uh, affecting. I think it's effe- yeah. affecting, yes. Yeah, I believe it is. <laughs> I wanted mine to start with an E. I don't you know how to pronounce that one. <laughs> with, <laughs> with how to use these words. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys for all the comments too. We oh, do yes. we do read them all, and we really appreciate them. And please leave more, or if you're just one person, just leave one. But other people can leave just yes. one also. <laughs> well, I like to say thank you, um, especially to Jenny, mm-hmm. you know, who gave us for the Halloween mm-hmm. uh, episode. Gave us some really great insight. Yeah. You know, that was that was really great. Yeah, she's we a really smart cookie, appreciate that Jenny. It. Yeah, that Jenny. She's smart. She's telling me everything One I know. One of my favorite people. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, we do read them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually exciting to see comments. It's yeah. fun. 
because we then we think people are actually watching, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. Yeah. That's fun. And, and if you and only have time to watch the short, yeah. uh, watch the short too. We'll keep yeah. putting those up and uh, comment on those too. Yeah. Very cool. So we'll give uh, us some uh, advice. I mean, not advice, but um, let us know what other topics that you'd like us to talk about. I mean, we're in a series now, so we'll be doing this right. for the next um, good number of weeks. But um, we could also do, you know, a one a one off of something else. Oh, in between, sure. You know, yeah. for uh, maybe the holidays or stuff like that. So give us some uh, some more ideas too. Yeah, those wicked holidays. Those yeah. wicked holidays. All those oh, terrible. They're all yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> but anyway. So, um, like I said, you know, if you can make it out to Counterculture, 7.30 Friday nights. If you can't, um, you can watch the Counterculture Catch-Up podcast, which is good. We re- appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you like it, like we said, comment, hit the like button. Mm-hmm. There is a like button, I think, on YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, on a other, very savvy. The other um, podcast apps also. You can oh, also yes, um, all the podcast apps. Uh, give it a rating and um, comment. You can actually make a review on those too. Which oh, that's cool. cool. That would help us get seen by more people too. Yeah, so. that would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you think this is worthwhile and you want, you know, maybe to spread it, you can share it mm-hmm. too, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So thank you for joining us tonight and. Uh, We really appreciate it. And like we said many times tonight, don't lose heart. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church of God. Amen. Amen.